AGM coming in, and we're back. Greeny drops his soap, while Dane's dropping facts. Three's better than two if you understand the meaning. White boy up, so we introduce Keenan. Mercenaries in underwear, they can stay put. We have football on our tongues, just minus the foot. Rugby league group showers while drinking for claims. And we're bringing this bullshit any given Monday. I said any given Monday. Yeah, any given Monday. Any given Monday. Yeah, any given Monday. I said any given Monday, baby. People thinking the dogs were coming back. Dogs aren't back, you know? You know, couldn't worse. Keenan's hey, back. You know what? You know what isn't back? The Bulldogs. <laughs> fucking hopeless. You know what is back? The West Tigers. You know what's not back? My right headphone ear. <laughs> it's not working? No. Yeah, I need to order some new headphones. Just fix it. Oh, we're on. Yeah, we're on. We're, going. we're on. We're live. Now. Yeah. We're rock and rolling. Welcome back. Welcome back all. Um, we're back here and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> We've got a third year today, third our, our old regular. We will <laughs> continually be the regular for. I'm more regular than you are, cunt, because yeah. you never fucking show up. <laughs> Keenan will be here f- every Sunday, Monday. It's my for last episode. Life. He's he's lying. Um, and if Dano doesn't have dinner at his mum's, he's here. I'm here. I'll be here. <laughs> How the um, weekend go, boys? What's been happening? Good, mate. I didn't get an invite to fucking camping. Yeah, that's not many people did. It's like a closed sort of thing. You know. No, I only got like a, a back-ended invite. He said, oh, you can come if you want. I was like, right Who's that, the kid? Yeah, yeah. So he sort of told me about this family camping trip he has every year out there and then sort of like just threw away, oh, you can come if you want. And I was like, sure. Where was Jumped it? Jumped in. At a, he's got family friends. They're turf farmers out at Fernvale. So we camp on the, at the, like just on this blank bit of turf they got right next to the top of the Brisbane River right near the dam wall up there. Oh fuck! So it's, it's not that far sick. away. No, no, it's only about a, it's only about an hour and a bit. Yeah. So it was good. It was fucking nightmare driving home Sunday, hanging, <laughs> hanging out your ass for an hour an hour on Easter Sunday, and I think I drove past about a thousand cops. Oh really? I oh, so you didn't come home today? No, I came back um, yesterday, Arvo. But I had that Waze app, the one that sort of shows you where mm. the fucking coppers are and shit. And every single time I'd look down at my screen, there's another cop icon in front of me. I was like. If this is an RBT or an RDT, I'm fucked. Like, so I was just sort of like avoiding the little cop symbols. But um, yeah, it was um, it sort of it sort of opened my eyes to probably shouldn't have been driving on Easter Sunday. But anyway, what do you guys do for Easter? Um, fuck, sweet fuck uh, all. Yeah, I you went, guys got kids. You didn't do nothing for. Yeah, Easter. no, we did. Woke up in the morning, did the Easter egg hunt. Did you? Yeah, yeah, on e- Sunday. Sunday, yeah, Easter egg hunt. And then um, just lunch at mum's. We did Christie's thing on Saturday, but uh, and then we're out to my mates. Uh, Brenton's out past um, the kid where the kid lives. Yeah. Um, yeah, went to his Sunday after yesterday afternoon and just had a few drinks and yeah, but fuck all, man. I was saying to some of my mates, Easter seems not good at all now. Like I mean, it seems less and less and less. The only thing that's good about it is, yeah, it's the start of um, this whole month of just four day four day work weeks, and Easter's probably the pinnacle with the sun, the, sun, the uh, Friday and the Monday. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about Easter. I just no. care about having the public holidays, four days yeah. off in a row. Yeah, four day weekend, and then you go to work for four days, and then you get another three day weekend. So that's all I care about. And we got what three in a row? Yeah, well, we've yeah this one we're bang bang. So either side of this weekend, we had four last week, four this week, and then we'll have four next week as well because it'll be um, Anzac Day holiday on the Monday. And then the week after that's Labor Day on the next Monday. So. And I'm on a three-day week that week. 
Is that your <laughs> Bucks party? <laughs> <laughs> so did have you drunk yet? No. Nah. nah. When's your pre drink? Next uh this Saturday. And what's that for? What do you mean? Oh, you're just drinking for Oh um, we're we're going to watch the Man United Arsenal game. So you gotta <coughs> you gotta try and somehow get your um your piss fitness back up before then you just one, one having, week in advance. just having a one Man, that one off pre-drink imagine the just buzz you get from a couple just of drinks gonna yeah. sick. you're gonna be fucking Jesus. i was gonna have a beer watching that footy game and i literally grabbed him <laughs> went, put him in the fridge and everything and i sat there for about half an hour and i went have a beer now bro. have an icy cold brick lane why do you want to drive me home are you, oh you're on your peas oh, yeah yeah you're not supposed to drink drive anyway, man. It's well, you're allowed to have two in the first hour and then no. one every hour. It's yeah. five in the first hour. What do you hour? have? Five Six in the first hour, hour and fucking seven every hour after that. <laughs> yeah, and then you're all good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not even including the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Panadol because of the headache you had. You know? Powdered Panadol. And um, like. we saw Jez went mountain climbing. <clears throat> yeah, the whole world saw it. Lost he it. On <laughs> 43 different <laughs> social media His websites. His shirt fell off while he was... Um, <laughs> He sent, it, the climb. sent the photo to me on Bebo and then he sent it to me on MSN <laughs> just to make sure everyone could see the um, the rig was out. And um, He I, sent the photo to you? Yeah, yeah, via email. <laughs> just to make sure I'd got a, got a, got a, a photo of him climbing a mountain with his shirt on. But um, I was uh, talking to a fellow out at that camping trip where Kid goes and one of the one of the older fellows out there, he plays touch at, um, at fucking... Brendale or wherever the fuck they play touch at and he played touch against Jeremy and you ask his kid goes oh what does Jeremy do after every game and the old mate just goes just gets his shirt off just walk around touch with his kid off on a Monday night I'm like oh, well, sometimes I, I have to admit sometimes he he does look sloppier than usual like sloppy for chairs anyway and that, yeah. that phone I was like fuck he's, get, he's pretty ripped at the moment yeah that's what happens when you get on the psalm <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's how much time of the year? You've just done your whole preseason and shit. Yeah. It's, it's probably the best you should look. A lot of fucking running, eh? No, he's, he's shown me under the bus every time, so yeah. fuck him. He's on it. And he's actually <laughs> on it. Yeah. <laughs> but how much weight you put on, too? What do you mean? <laughs> From the Psalms. I've lost heaps. I, no. I'm back down to 90, but I was that fucking. <laughs> wait, I was like. I was legit putting weight on, though. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. No, I was at 90, 94 and a half when I did my hammy. I'm back to 90 now. Yeah. And is your hammy all good? No. no. <laughs> still head all good? I can't even yeah, run, good. bro. I still can't run. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. I've got a bit of a hop, skip, jump in me. That's about it. So when do you reckon you'll be playing? <laughs> Sounds like you'll be triple jumping. After May, anyway. I reckon. Yeah. Like June, probably. So I need another fucking six to eight weeks sort of thing. Just yeah. depends. I don't know. Like I, The way that it, how slow it's going now, but it's only been... Like I think it, I'm only coming into the... F- fourth week so yeah and you said it was one of it was like a, a fucking shot in the leg kind of one wasn't it like yeah. it just popped and yeah it's one of the ones you don't want to rush back to especially if you don't have much running under the legs you come out and stride out once and yeah. the cunt goes again and you oh, I'll, I'll be doing a lot of um running like that i never usually do outside <laughs> of training and stuff i'll be doing a lot of that before i come back just to even get a bit fitter as well get my legs used to being fucking Carrying around a heavier load. Carrying around that muscly rig. <laughs> and you've got to be like one or two head knocks from retiring, don't you? Nah, nah. There's not much in this head anyway, so when I get a knock, it just slightly discomforts me for a couple of days, but then... All the, all the knocks are knocking that hair back. off the middle of your head, too. Oh, that's not really a good thing to say, is it? That's really... <laughs> Meant too many more knocks, too. He'll fucking... He's already going... 
<laughs> when he's talking on the pod, so a couple more knocks and he won't even be able to spit the words out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, t- uh, how did you go with, um, so bloke in the bar, you just ring up when they have a call-in segment, is that what it is? Yeah, well, I was at work and we were just sitting in the car doing fuck all, <laughs> just because we were having a break and I was like, alright, and then they said fucking, I was listening to the SEN app and they're like, oh, just call up, so I just called the, called the number and I didn't get through, like I didn't even get through, we just rang a couple of times and hang up and then a like an hour later, I was inside working and I get a phone call from a random number and it's some dude in Sydney going, oh, do you want to get on and talk to Cameron Smith and Dead and Camp on on the show? And I was like, sure. <laughs> so then I just went back out to the ute and sat in there, was on the phone for a couple of minutes. <laughs> I was like, were you, oh, were, were you dropping info on them? Like you were telling them how the game's going? No, I was, <laughs> yeah, I sort, of, um, I sort of asked them a bit of a question about just wrestling and rule changes and shit just to... Just to um, just to test out their um, their knowledge, and obviously, like, they know they know a fair bit. <laughs> That's why I was good conversing with some like-minded people instead yeah. of talking to you idiots. Definitely my last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I gave you a rap last week. I know you wouldn't have he- you definitely wouldn't have heard it because you're definitely not listening to this shit. But I was, just said you your knowledge of the game and and your interaction with the actual rugby league side of this podcast is gaining every week. Where when you first came in, it was 100% shit talk, and then it was like 70, 30, and I think you're leveling yourself out. It's only because I never want to talk about footy, bro. I've always known about <laughs> footy, but also, you know what? I never used to watch footy, man. And also- like, I'd only watch Broncos. Yeah. And also, exactly we had you, in the, like, had you in the off-season for most of the time as well, So and he's now like we're fully into the backswing of things. Keenan's watching his footy, he's into his tipping. I got to, that's why. It makes for good tipping, content. Tipping you know? and fucking betting yeah. makes you watch the games, And super coach, man. Yeah, super coach. Super Watch um, I, I hate, find myself I cheering for any team that I've tipped for. I'm yeah, going, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like full I'm like, these fucking eels just before. Fuck these eels. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I had a few bets on Para because obviously everyone thought Para were going to dominate. So I had a couple of bets on him and I was just sitting there riding. I was sitting at home going, you fucking weak cunt. Fucking I'm, Parramatta. I'm, and my missus like, calm down. And she's like, the Bronx aren't even playing. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. The fucking cunts. I'm, I'm such a cunt, man. Like when... um. Tigers like were in the game and stuff, and I'm like in like yeah in your head you're like oh. in my head I no I don't want them to yeah, win because the yeah. Broncos aren't winning. I'm yeah. like I don't, I don't want the fucking Tigers. And you also <laughs> you'd love to see them stay in pain. You're yeah. like oh. I know everyone says like everyone on all the bigger podcasts yeah. who can't have to be sort of politically correct. They say oh we need the Tigers to win because when the Tigers are winning the rugby league's good. Fuck that shit. No, I'd rather see the Tigers lose the every eh? single game all year. Yeah. Fuck. They're like oh I hope they win for Madge. I was like. I don't give a fuck. I hope they lose every game and the Broncos finish fucking two points above them. I don't give a shit. As long as they're losing and and they're staying below us. Fuck them. Yeah, because if it's like a team that's just winning now and again, they still deserve to like be in the NRL competition. But if they're just getting slaughtered, you want to see the, like what happens to them. And the then the narrative downfall. starts to build like, oh, the Dolphins coming next year going to absolutely punish the Tigers. And then, fuck, we get this game early next season. The NRL will make it. Do- Dolphins, Tigers round one or something and just... Oh, make for a bit of a spectacle. It's like um, fighting off with a spoon. You, you just really one. like dropped your levels. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, and then I um, got all excited, and then oh. <laughs> and how's the new house going, Kenny? It's alright. It's not fun having a Crowded. fucking drive thirty minutes to work rather than fucking the seven that I used to. Mm. That does get annoying. And I'm fucking start. I'm doing. I got, I'm starting at six every day this week. So now I got to get up at fucking like. 4.30 to get ready and then drive to work. Fuck me. Come I used to get up. I'm here, River Cup. Fuck. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Have you started your job? No. No. 
No, it's still on the still on the woodwork. Yeah. Have you told the old job? Yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> I'm just fucking one day just not showing up. Like, where are you? <laughs> what the, the line marking place? Yeah. <laughs> Leaving. Yeah. Why? Me one and Freddy should go work there. <laughs> oh fuck! If there's one thing you guns know, it's how to fucking push lines. That's <laughs> <damn> sure. <laughs> fucking bullshit. That's why you worked there, cunt. So that way you could keep yeah. yourself sane for the week. I'm doing lines <laughs> all throughout the weekdays, and then as soon as I get to the weekend, I'm still doing lines. <laughs> I'm putting in OT. I'm just going. <laughs> <laughs> Going overtime on the weekends. Fuck. Give me a break. Nah. <laughs> yeah, man. During the week, I had to fucking go back to like the doctor because my left testicle's hurting again. <laughs> so I went. I went back to the. Did I talk about this last one? No. Last one? Oh yeah. So I had to go get another scan on my nut because it's fucking killing me. And then I've had like I've had like a cyst in there before, and then it's still there, but it's obviously benign. Whose sister? No. <laughs> 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 yeah, my sister, right? So oh, I'm from the southern states. Wait, what? <laughs> America. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then uh, the doc's like, he, we're talking about it, and he's like, oh, I want to get see you. You need to get this thing scanned again because it's grown a bit, but um, it's all good. But he's like, has anything changed recently? Like, and I was like, what? Well, my sex life has fucking changed. I've got a yeah. sick five week old baby, so obviously I hadn't had sex in like six or seven weeks, you know. And he's like, oh, well, that's gonna be it, man. And he's like, you know, you're not blowing, nuts, you're not busting nuts. So, yeah. Does he know you've been flogging yourself stupid? I haven't been. I, oh, that's what, what I, yeah. That's what I told him. I go, you deserve that lump. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I haven't been, man. And that's what I said to him. I go, look, I haven't even been fucking um, jacking it. Did you? Say, Is that what you said, or did you say like politically correct? No, no, I just said I haven't been masturbating. I haven't been flogging the fuck yeah. out of it. You should um definitely. Did he did he write you up a prescription to you could give to Christy when you got home? <laughs> no, <but laughs> just say I need at least two or three. <laughs> starts a week, you know, just to keep this nut there. So he just goes, he goes, um, where I was like uh, saying goodbye, like walking out, and he goes, needless to say, Christian, just uh, make sure you're, you're getting off <laughs> a bit more than you have been. And I was like, can do, bro. So I need some of this in writing because I'll go home and tell the missus and she'll be like, fuck off, idiot. You know what you Imagine should do? Imagine you come home to the missus and said, oh, I have to start having sex a bit more frequently. The doctor said, she's like, oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> You know what you should do to just weird him out as soon as you leave that appointment, book a prostate exam with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the doctor that, it's funny, this is the same doctor that, you know, when you get your skin checked, I go to Capera, the yeah, one yeah. up there. You get your skin checked, same doctor that I was like, mate, while you're checking my skin can you just like check my nuts as well because you say to check your nuts i don't know exactly what i'm fucking feeling for so like the last skin exam i had a year ago he had to do my skin and then i got him to check my nuts. i didn't realize they did foreskin in those as well <laughs> when they check your nut do they like does it hurt do they squeeze it no no they, really they just like they the... ch- no they're gentle enough like he just rubs around it you gotta do it you can do it yourself yeah bro. you can do it yourself what you're actually looking for yeah. he said because i was like what the fuck am i feeling for mate because i've got the, the, the pipes bro yeah the they're cyst. called the epididymis yeah exactly so the top ones and that was he said <laughs> that was inflamed because i wasn't clear in the you know, like, so I got an antibiotics, but, um, he also said the, the, what's real sinister is when you like find like something that's like a peanut or a knuckle that's actually growing on the testicle. Like the, the ones floating around, just my, the cyst I got, it's like floating around. He goes that they're all good. Like usually he goes, it's the ones that are actually growing on, on like the, the middle of the testicle. So he was yeah, like right. giving me a good right. testicle job, like a good, good rub Christian job. Christian's just holding his dick up towards his waistband. <laughs> like, that's what I do, yeah. Even when you get the scan, you put like the, the cloth Did you put your leg up on stirrups? <laughs> 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 and hold your dick in your hand like yeah. that. And then you check all the skin down there, yeah. even the puckered oh, like, bits. Check, check that fucking brown eye Those too. puckered brown bits yeah. there, check them 
for miles. What's he have with the hemorrhoids? <laughs> Fuck, I, I thought when I'd left that it got a bit less gay, like that maybe your gay shit chatted stop, but fucking still here. So here we are. It's just footy and men's health now. It's yeah, yeah we're men's, men's health, health podcast. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> Gentlemen, guys, do check your epididymis for those abnormalities every week. <laughs> yeah. Just and make sure that you're. Um, Getting your prostate checked by Freedy, who doesn't free say, as well. If, any, if anyone needs help, Christian knows all about it. So just come around and he'll um he'll check your your uh, your ball sack. I asked the doctor <laughs> to use two asshole. fingers just to double down and make sure. Yeah, I want you to go in and then split them either way yeah. and just find see if you can find anything in there. And I'm like, can I fucking <laughs> jack off while you're doing that? So I'm clearing both problems. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got a third problem on your hand. Yeah, just wondering what sexuality you are now. In yeah. a lawsuit, <laughs> and, uh, I'll get medication for homosexuality as well. <laughs> That'll add to the other nine medications that you take. <laughs> it's, it's the first one that's prescribed. <laughs> the Dano comes over, crushes up, and snorts. The I'm first like, one that you're not scared <laughs> about getting intercepted by Australia Post. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Man, no, it's going like the last time I ordered Psalms, it, it did get intercepted. Really? Yeah. No. Don't let Dano intercept it because the cunt won't be able to get away. <laughs> <laughs> that was shit out. It was fucking good, bro. You just didn't laugh because you had a fucking beer in your hand. Now you're going to start burping into the microphone every five seconds. No, yeah, I've got to finish that can. I'm um, the second can's when the burps come out. Anyway, do you guys want to talk a bit of footy or what? Are we just going to. Yeah, we um, can. Oh, that's the drought. That's the Brickland drought. That's. Draft. Draft, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so the can's We're in a drought. We're in a drought. Yeah, empty cans. It's the raise, it's the raise money for the drought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's the drought. You're Wait, also literally, Dano, the whole country's underwater. Also, in why was your. Um, in one of your photos or someone in like a um, bananas in pajamas costume yeah what was that that was we went to Bennett's Bennett's place on Another Friday invite you can get <laughs> yeah. well, but it was actually only a really small thing but that was my housemates Mitch and Kel yeah and they went as B1 and B2 because it was a B team oh, yeah. so you had to be something with B so I went to, I went to Bennett's house and was it Bennett's 30th or something no no he's like 20 there's your opportunity, Dana, to make the best possible costume that's so <laughs> fitting for you and you missed it. Bags. <laughs> there was someone else there who came and he was like, I was going to be Bags. He ended up coming as Breaking Bad and him and his missus paired up together. But I, came, I won best dress because I came as Bennett because I went to his house during the week and stole one of his work shirts and I just stuffed a big pillow in my gut and I walked around in like, long dark black slacks and square toes and then started cleaning shit and cleaning up tables like a fuckwit <laughs> just like look like Bennett at work the dumbass because he still doesn't have a real job and works at Norse so is that where he works? yeah Norse Leagues well so. still hasn't yeah. he worked there for like a hundred years yeah fuck man <laughs> yeah. So that's why because he made Bangkok crypto didn't he? Yeah, well, he still trades a bit in crypto, and he drives he drives drives Uber in his spare time. So, oh, does he yeah. actually? He fucking yeah. hell, who is is he Indian or <laughs> no? He's just fucking <laughs> shit out, shit at life. Anyway, no, it was actually a good time. But yeah, B one and B two, we had him order order some hungry jacks on the way home through the drop through the drive through window, and it was fucking hilarious. I laughed my ass off. <laughs> they Sheila comes to the window, and there's two bananas sitting in the back seat, hungry jacks. <laughs> And you're all fucking rolling off coke. <laughs> yeah, and I was and I was Bennett in the front seat. Like, oh, well, I know. Mm. Wait, what's happening with the playoffs? I was just I was checking that out. Yeah. Not how much, come the How come the Lakers yet. aren't in it? 
had a down year. <laughs> down year. Is it because thing I played like shit? We'll have a down year, you know. LeBron averaged thirty-eight and seven or something as a as a thirty-seven-year-old, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> Considering Steph Curry zero a- playoffs game this year, yeah, Steph Curry averaged twenty-three points or something. So LeBron was only seven points a game more or something like that. Steph Curry had to seven play points with per no one per game more as a thirty-seven-year-old. Soon as Draymond got injured, Curry had no one to play with. You, LeBron had no one to play with. AD was injured the whole year. LeBron hand Russell his team. A, Russell's a fucking honest potato. Yeah, but you know at the start of the season, everyone was like, fuck, it's all over when they signed Westbrook. Oh, this is it. There's no way they're not getting the championship. And then that backfired hard out on them. It was the dumbest move ever. I don't know why they did it. Because they got rid of so much young talent to get Westbrook. And and what did Westbrook play like shit? Yeah, or? and he's always been, always been a questionable teammate. Like to every team he's been in. It's like fucking where he's too ball dominant, just wants to hu- the ball all the time, and like even when he was um he was the main man at um OKC, he was killing it and winning MVPs and scoring Stat titles. Pattern, but but he literally like his team like was always there or thereabouts. He never did anything because he just wasn't a great teammate. Couldn't bring anyone else into the he game. He just wanted to he wanted the glory all the time. Yeah, every game. What's the chat about LeBron as a teammate? One of the best of all time. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where'd you get that? <laughs> have you ever heard? Have you ever heard anyone say he's a bad teammate? Yes. Who? Me. See, but you're a nobody, bro. I've Bugs Bunny. I've, Bugs I've, Bunny. I've heard that. I've heard that it's like he's kind of like, like Jordan in a way that it's like all for it's all him. You know, it's all for him. Like he needs to look good. He needs that kind of thing. Where'd you hear that from? Just docos and shit. No, so you're making it up. <laughs> exactly right. Made up. Made up. And what story. about Curry as a teammate? <laughs> yeah, one of the greatest. Well, LeBron top. even <laughs> turned around and said he wanted to play with Curry. And you know what Curry's in? Turned around and said he wanted to play with Dane Adams. He goes, he goes, I, I would really like to end up playing with Curry. And then Curry goes, I'm good, thanks. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't want to be called like what KD got called when they started pairing up. KD comes to the Warriors and then gets called a fucking a joke for just going to the top team and shit. And I think yeah, Curry's but see, the Warriors, they don't need to make acquisitions un- unless it's the depth players. Right now, for the next you know three years, they don't still don't need to do anything until Curry's on that verge of going out. But then they got a fucking a lot another of, bloke, Jordan Poole, who's coming through and killing it at the a moment. A lot of teams have that, but they just don't realise it because they want results now. Like, even the Lakers of last year, they didn't have to move all those young fucking stunt, like young stars. And then they decided to move off all of them to get a win-now player who they thought was Russell Westbrook and didn't work. So a lot of teams just got to fucking... So what's Westbrook doing next season? Is he still there? He's, he's going to be lucky to go to a decent team. Yeah. Oh, he's off contract. Oh, even if he's not, they'll trade him for sure. He they, ain't they won't keep him. He, there's, there's no way he'll stay. And is LeBron there for a couple of years? Or LeBron will still be there next year. And is is um, Curry going to be like? Is he like a franchise guy? Hundred percent. Mo- yeah, all yeah. of those guys, they will never leave. Like uh, Curry, so, yeah. Draymond, and Clay will play there the whole time. Yeah. But um, yeah, like what Danny was saying before, fucking Lakers did what the Warriors did um in KD's last year as well. They to keep KD, we had to free up a lot of cap space. So yeah. we did a lot of trading and we lost all our depth. But we still... Oh, no. That was the last yeah, year last, when, that's he, why when he couldn't win it. But that was because KD did his um, Achilles and fucking Clay Thompson hmm. um, done his ACL. So then they were left with nothing. But then they had no depth to back it up. When, hmm. But if you look at it, the way that it w- did happened, if um, Clay didn't do his ACL... 
we probably win that. Like, because that was against Toronto. That was the final, wasn't it? Yeah. That was the final. Yeah, that was 2019. So Against Toronto. But yeah, oh, like, and then, and then once yeah, KD left, that helped in a way. Like, as much as we wanted to keep him, we then were able to then bring in heaps of depth again and then we still stick with our big three that we always had. And you drafted James Wiseman, who's going to fucking be gun. And then we got Jordan Poole, who's fucking improvement over the last two seasons is just fucking skyrocketed. Like, he's shooting threes like Curry now. He's like the the backup for Curry when Curry's not there. And he kind of does what Curry does. Like, he he was the best player in the fucking first game of the playoffs the other day. And that was his first ever game in the playoffs. Yeah. The NBA's fucking wild. We'll talk more about the playoffs once it gets a bit deeper. Because at the moment, it's only been been one game... Of of pretty much all of all the series, so once you start getting into the end of um, the first it's round, gonna, uh, it's going to be actually interesting because I think all the teams where you look like shit, that's a bad matchup. Mm. It was it actually wasn't like Bulls fucking had every chance to beat the Bucks yeah, today, and definitely. they played really good. Um, and who else? Fucking um, Miami. Yeah, um, Atlanta. Yeah, like because y- Trey Young just got shut out. They they locked up Trey Young, and that was it. That was yeah, that was. That matchup you thought could be interesting, but yeah, it's so far it looks like the Hawks are fucking aren't really showing up for it. But then again, no one thought the Celtics were going to beat the Nets with Kyrie fucking dominating and and KD playing. I still don't think I don't think more. the Nets are there, bro. I still don't think they are. Yeah, I know. It just any team that has Kyrie and KD could win it so over over it. possible seven games. Yeah, it's. Every anything is possible because you just have mm. to turn up on the day. Yeah, it's a fucking big playoff si- series they do, eh? Yeah, NBA. Yeah, and they Seven. play like Warriors will probably play tomorrow. I'd say. Yeah, and they well, just usually, played on Sunday. Yeah, usually play two games close together, first two, and then you have a, a like a three or four four day break because then you travel to <laughs> away court. So um, Golden State will play at home first two back-to-back almost or a day in between and then they'll go away and then they'll play two together again. And then yeah. if, if it's not decided in four games, then you'll travel back to um to a OKC and then you yeah you put then you go away again and then you come back again for seven. It's kind so of it's of kind of good in a way. It's not like a whole season gets thrown away. Like in NFL, where I mean, they go wild card yeah, week, yeah. and then it's like you can you can be the best team and then lose in your first your divisional playoff. You know, like mm. your conference, and then you're gone. Well, that's you the know? same in the NRL. There's been a lot of times where shit like that's happened where teams that were the better team all year that just get pipped in a, in one game by one team. Melbourne and, last uh, year. Yeah, Melbourne last year. Or Obviously, look they'll at, verse the Panthers, but look at the Cowboys in 2017. Come that, from that eight, come from come from eighth place, and on the boot of Ethan Lowe, the back rower goal kicking, and Michael Morgan just braining it for four games, they got themselves <laughs> to a grand final. Whereas there's like other teams in that in that season that were fucking dominant, absolutely dominant. That they couldn't get. So all Broncos need to do make that eight, and then we just go straight through. Oh man, I don't see it at the moment. Yeah, but. The, last the two improvement weeks, from the last two weeks compared to the two weeks before that is yeah. massive. The only problem is, like I like to think the improvement was um, was coming along too, but then at the end of the day, you can say we've improved all we want. We still don't have any more competition points than we did at the start of the year. They, six, we did Broncos got 60 two. minutes. They've got to learn to have 80. Yeah, and that that's the problem. Like We can say, oh, we're improving. <laughs> we we ran it ran it to the to the chooks last week and then this week we've sort of fucking held our own against the, the premiers and the and the premiership number one contenders in Penrith 
But at the end of the day, Penrith put 40 points on us. Like, it, you can say we were, we were close all you want, but we, yeah, we, still 40 we just points. got 40 points dropped on us. Like, yes, we were sort of in the game for a lot of it, but... The biggest turning point in that game was as soon as Tessie knew he'd done his hammy. And not because of him going off, just because of the reshuffle that they had to do to mm. the team. And then that's when you watched everything go out of whack. And, and you get a bit of that mentality. Just too. Once, once that sort of shit happens, uh, everyone's sort of fucking out of position and, and mm. sweating and trying to do too Another, much yeah. just to make sure <laughs> they don't fuck it. Yeah. Another turning point was Penthouse got suspended. Yeah. Well, Before actually, but you know, bro, Corey Jensen was having a fucking blinder until he, he got that go. head knocked. He did man. have a fucking. And then he didn't come crack. on until like near the end of the game. <laughs> Corey Jensen's always been that guy, but he's always had a fucking red hot crack. So that's why I like Stags don't know how to fucking catch a ball over the line. That's another <laughs> thing there. You know, if he mm. scores that try, that game almost ends differently. Mm. Like that could have been it there too, because that was not long before. Old fucking your mate <laughs> Dunny's hammy. <laughs> <laughs> but the same as um Sharks and Melbourne game. That was that was the fun. one of the best attacking plays of football you've seen in a long fucking time. If you got anyone's got any time on their hands, <coughs> just watch the four minute highlight thing they put up on NRL for all the games. So you gotta do is go that, to your, that's go, what I watched. Go yeah. to your NRL app and click the highlight button underneath the storm game. Because I think I watched it about 10 times. It's the best four minutes of highlights from a single game you'll ever see. We've got Munster absolutely just selling candy to these dickheads <laughs> and just putting them to sleep. And then two minutes later, you've got 110 kilo fucking center, Sifa Talakai, just fucking no look pass and tipping onto a winger who then runs and scores. Then you come back down the other end, and Munster's show and go, Pappy runs 30. And then you come Pappy back down the other end. Let's not start with that what, One of the stories, one of the fucking <laughs> tries that Cronulla scored, it started on the right edge kick from that was Hines goes insane, over the top, bro. gets tackled down in their end, and then from that end, Ramian runs from dummy half, offloads, long pass, long pass, shape, Talakai, no look pass, and then Mulatalo beats two to get to the line. That is fucking, un- that's like contender for try of the year. And that was, that was what probably wasn't even the best highlight of the game. It's fucking unreal. Great game of football. I that that um awesome to watch that first half with the refs with their whistles out of their mouths too. Oh. That's what made the game so good. And then yeah. fuck, complete the opposite been... in that second fucking half, bro. But <coughs> what it's... so did everyone see the Cameron McInnes get on put on report for the whatever the fuck they're going to call it on um, Pappenhausen. I didn't see it. I was he sort of just, watching it on the so iPad. So basically, they kick down to Pappenhausen. He tries to get out of the in goal. Cameron McInnes just comes in and tackles him. Oh, yeah. And um, Pappenhausen's still running, so he spins McInnes's body while he's holding on to him. And he spins around a couple of times. And as his spin, body's spinning, he falls down on Pappenhausen's oh, ankle, right? Yeah. And he he, he screams thing. around like he's fucking broken it. There was nothing wrong with the fucking tackle. He's just not letting him go. You're not yeah. going to let him go. They blow a penalty. He gets put on report. They call Melbourne then scores on the drop, back bro. of that, the penalty. And then they go into halftime and Pappenhausen, after fucking sitting there acting like he broke his ankle, comes out in the second half. There's absolutely fucking nothing wrong with him and the cunt goes and scores two tries or something. Mm. And I'm just like, you're a fuckwit. So we've got contact below the hips and we've got a hip drop. No, well, the contact below the hips one is supposed to... The rule there is contact 
below the knees. Yeah, oh, so direct, can- yeah, direct, <coughs> like, um, like contact with intent or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, contact with intent to the knees or below. Yeah. So that's a cannonball And then you've tackle. got also got, got a hip drop. Hip drop tackle. But the hit, the problem with the hip drop tackle is there's no fucking clear rule on what it is. So Fui Maono gets suspended in a trial game for coming. He literally made contact with the left shoulder. The dude was running that fast. He spun and landed on his ankle. Who The dude was... um. Um, the Parramatta winger, um, Hayes Dunster. He's his their brother-in-laws. Hayes Dunster yeah. is he's married so to it's, his it's, sister. It's There's really no just, malice intent. He's just trying to make a tackle. Swings around, lands on the poor kid's knee, and it's and it's done. just using your weight to take him down. Really, yeah, well, it's like a drag. The, like the, the tackle that Fuimano did, he made contact, and because the old mate was running so quick, hit and swung and landed on his legs, and he got five weeks. Whereas Nathan Cleary. Holds up Billy Walters, puts a leg behind him, and then mm. drops his weight down, and he gets a thousand dollar fine. He's in, got intent to put a leg yeah. around and drop his weight because when there, it, when they stop the photo too, you also see it looks like it could be called a trip as well because yeah. the legs out. It, but if yeah. it, if it's a hip drop tackle, <clears throat> that's got to be the definition of where Fully Mona had no intent to fucking lean on his. Land on his legs. He just got fucking swung around in the in the speed of the tackle. There's a it's a complete that's, accident. That's exactly how this one went. It's I'll a try fucking, and find like, it it's again. a fucking accident. You can't do anything about it. And they just man. But with the with the way that everyone's like way too protected now. Obviously, you want to feel safe on the field, but I know. But you're not going accidents. out there thinking, accidents oh, I hope happen. the ref can look after me today. You're going out there expecting to get fucking flogged by mm. the other cunts. Yeah. Now that it's happening more and more. If you notice, almost every game, something will happen. Someone where they can feel something in the position and they know it yeah. can be reviewed as an illegal tackle. So they'll hold their fucking neck. They'll hold their leg. They'll hold their... Wait till the penalty gets blown. As soon as the penalty gets going, the cunt's up off the fucking ground having a smile. One of, the they ones, know they fucking one of the ones I got, and I wrote it down here from the Thursday night game, which was the Cowboys playing the Raiders, um, which is the same thing. Players knowing they can root the system. Uh, my dot point I wrote down here is Jack Whiten is a fucking cat. Play the game properly, you germ. <laughs> and I've referenced here, it's one hour, 19 minutes and 40 seconds into the KO stream. Yeah. So if anyone wants to go watch one hour, 19 minutes, 40, 40 seconds. Jack Whiten is defending on the left edge and the Cowboys run a beautiful play that ends up being a Murray Talangi try in the corner. And Jack Whiten is there's not impeded at all. A lead runner comes through. And Jack Whiten goes to step out to defend out on the edge and steps back off his left foot and comes back into the lead runner and falls on his ass. He made a decision to stay there and step back in front of the lead runner and get knocked over to try and win a penalty. It was one of the weakest displays of fucking rugby I've ever seen, and Jack Whiten should be ashamed of himself. It, the cunt is a fucking cat. It fucking happens all the time, but it was like... And yeah, this very one, obvious one, but this yeah. one, he was on the outside shoulder of the lead runner. The lead runner's come inside shoulder. Whiten's gone to move out and and then just stepped off his left foot and just stood there. Mm. And then when he got knocked over, they, they got they got the penalty and it was a no try. And they almost won the game. It ended up being eighteen twelve. Luckily, the Cowboys won, or I would have even blown up more. Yeah, because that was honestly, it's just play the game the way it's supposed to be played. And they talk about fucking these people cheating the rules or this shit. They're only cheating the rules because they see fucking pussies like Jack White and doing that. 
He's a fucking joke. He should he should be suspended for that. That's and fucking gross. That 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 whole thing kind of sets up where you see the lead runners now. They're more worried about navigating yeah. the line rather than they actually might the get ball. the tip yeah, on. You exactly. know, yeah. And and they're taking they're taking the, the block play out of the like you see less and less. They it's yeah. rather a quick shift kind yeah. of thing to the edge. The problem with the, with the, that one I'm talking about now is he went to the fucking bunker and the bunker looked at it and said, "Yep, lead runner comes into contact." You can see Jack White and shift his weight from going out to back in just just to make sure he stays in and gets knocked over. Mm. It's a decision by White to stay there because he's a fucking germ. And the lead runner was on his inside shoulder anyway. Isn't the rule fucking you can't be on the outside shoulder? Mm. If you pass through the inside, you're fine. I just, like, we're talking about these plays that fucking can, can win penalties for your, for your team. People staying down with fucking ankle injuries and these hip drops that no one knows what the fucking hip drop really is. That one was fucking one of the worst I've seen. Like, if we're going to have this this construction <coughs> rule, you may as well not ever run a block or anything. You just... But it's also with the bunker, man. Sometimes you see that they get it right and because it's like they're making uh, like a good decision of, oh, he made the decision to go to... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then we get... It's like the differences between the bunkers is kind of fucking yeah. it up as yeah. well. And the ref, different referees, different bunkers, and they just have different interpretations. But the problem is, you don't want to fucking go in there and keep like trying to tell them all these different things because they're already overcoached. It's like all they're trying to do is make sure that on Monday they're not the back page of the paper saying this referee did this because they just all they do is listen to their bosses instead of just their referees' bosses should just leave them alone and tell them to go out there and referee the game as they see it. You know what it should be? It should be the yeah, referees on the field, ex-players in the fucking bunker mm. because the refs haven't fucking like done the dance you yeah. know they don't fucking know the game the reason yeah. they're refs is because they weren't good enough to play rugby they want yeah. to be a part of the game somehow and they're weirdos <laughs> yeah they're always <laughs> freaks eh? yeah and they always they're got weirdos. like shit haircuts yeah and two friends like probably max two friends the two and friends probably the touchies other, yeah they're other refs or touchies yeah but there's here yeah, we go if you uh, want to watch this ones. and then just fucking claw your fucking eyes out yeah 100% Put it up against your fucking big water bottle there. Don't <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, nice, oh, bro. Oh, I nice. like it. I like it. What are you doing? I was trying to turn much? the volume up so the fans can hear the audio. Yeah, do that. Fans. Put it in the mic. Fans, we have fans. Yeah. Only fans. Well, I know my mum listens, and um, I turned it up. That's as loud as it goes. On their own goal line, after a kick downfield, Cameron McInnes looked Who's to have made a great one-on-one tackle this? on Ryan Pappenhausen. The Storm fullback was left in that. pain, clutching oh, his ankles. Oh, man. It's just an accident. But look, look at the reaction here from him. But he gets up and fucking plays the rest of the game like nothing's happened after halftime there. Yeah. That's... He's just in a bad position, man. man. The force of him going in that at that speed and Puppenhausen almost getting yeah. around him, he's got to bring him down. This hip drop tackle like that, you cannot call like a hip drop tackle. They brought it in because people were intentionally grabbing the back of jerseys and just dropping and it on the And can you imagine these fucking just, NRL clubs training, uh, training, <laughs> training not to do a hip drop? They'd be like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? It's like... We don't. No one here is intentionally fucking dropping on the back of these cunts' legs. We're trying to dominate the cunt from the front. If we're behind them already, we've already lost the tackle. You fucking cockheads. You think we're trying to do this? <laughs> oh man. 
Deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> Holy f! We've had a spillage in the what studio. What was I going to say? There's also got to they got to take into account like. Um, like self-caused, you know, self-harm. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, like the Puppenhausen fucking did that to himself, really. The problem It I've goes back to like, it, it might sound fucking rude, but like, is it El- Alex McKinnon, yeah, the net guy? Yeah. Yeah, he jumped into that fucking tackle. Yeah, and, 100%. Wait, but the yeah. thing is, he every single person in the whole world knows that, but if you say it out loud, you're a fucking joke. That's why no one in the NRL or in, in around those NRL circles has ever said that before because they don't want to... They don't want to fucking be politically incorrect. Have you gone but on- the problem with that is, if you start working that way, we've already got this. Um, we've already got this bit of, um, like, I don't know, bias in the way we make decisions around how injured someone got. Like, if there's a tackle like that and he doesn't come, if Pappenhausen doesn't, exactly. if he's not injured, it's all good. So, like, when we look at the situation I spoke about earlier with Fui Maono tackling his brother-in-law, his brother-in-law does all three ligaments in his knee. His season's done. He gets five weeks. Do you think if he didn't, if he if he was just saw a little bit, got up and played the ball, do you reckon he gets five weeks? He probably doesn't even get suspended. He gets no just, weeks. Exactly, because we're judging these cases on the severity of how badly someone got injured. It's either a hip drop tackle or it's not a hip drop tackle, and the the severity of the injuries that come out of any of these tackles. They shouldn't matter because it's a fucking contact sport and people are going to get hurt. It's unfortunate, but that's the game. Every year there is hundreds of injuries in the NRL. Yeah, go, yeah with that, I, that, it kind of tipped me up for this one. I was reading this before about Andrew Johns like getting pushed down to the sideline because he's not in the commentary box anymore. Mm. And I, it, what the article I read, it's like explaining because he, the way that he chats, you know, but it's the way that he talks is so refreshing because he just talks what he thinks. Yeah, exactly. And I want him in the fucking box, yeah, you know, yeah. because he actually says what everyone, like, we're thinking. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then he, that's yeah. why they've kind of brushed him. I know, it's stupid because he's one person that the fans can relate to more. But he sounds like... Like, it just sounds like you're listening to a bloke that knows footy, not you're listening to a commentator reading what they exactly. should and shouldn't but, say on a piece of paper. Yeah. But I and don't that, think they realise. That's what we want to hear. We want to hear just fucking... Um, and the, you're thinking about a bloke who just knows his footy, and then you know that bloke is fucking one of the one of the best to ever do it, and you go, fuck, this guy does know his footy, and everyone gets him. And he's building his own brand by being a good bloke and saying what the fuck everyone else is thinking. Yeah, And, you and wanna, then what they've done is they've ripped him out and put the car on the sideline. Yeah, you don't want to listen to robots up there. You want to, yeah. you know, I'm like... You know who's the worst commentator? Warren I don't even Smith. think they've had, <laughs> I don't even think they've had him this year. Steve Roach. Yeah, no, I the game I listened to on fucking Saturday with Blocker, oh my Mate, God. Mate, you played in 19 fucking 45, go back there because you don't know what you're talking about. I wanted to hurt myself really badly listening to Blocker on, I think it was the Dragons game. And that was a good second half of football. He the first, just rambled The first shit. half was terrible, mm. but the second half was very good. And he's talking about some plays like a bloke drops a ball and he goes, oh, the pass was never on. And you watch the replay and the pass, he's pinpoint on the money right here. And then he backs it up even after we just watched a perfect pass going, Never on. He shouldn't have said, Blocker, you have fucking... Do you even know how to no, pass, cunt? You've just got no idea, bud. You've just... Fuck. You're a good front rower back when front rowers were just big But that's another thing. Stop getting, stop getting guys that played fucking 30 years ago to to talk about today's game because it's not the fucking same it thing. It is completely yeah. different but game. That, yeah, it's also the with like Lockyer, Thurston, Smith and that. Let them... Like, don't give them the fucking palm cards, man, because yeah. you can tell when they're off Thurston, the car. Thurston, bro, he oh, gets man. put on like, a, like, mate, you got to be a robot and you can't talk how you normal. And he's like, he's always like, mm, 
They should be just fucking saying something and then throw to Jonathan for some fucking yeah for some color commentary where he can just break down a play and then the whole fucking whole audience listening goes, "Holy fuck! I didn't even see any of that." Exactly. He just, yeah. He that's a, they, when Cooper Cronk first came in, they were doing that with him, and then he even had his little breakdown segments at halftime where he'd break down a play, and everyone goes. Holy hell, what, Slate, what the fuck is this guy on? Slater's that? fine. Keep him in the box because he's calling a horse race. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like Slater's good. That. He, yeah. That. yeah, he loves and then, that then, but, but keep keep Vlocky, Thurston, fucking um, even Smith. Keep yeah, him down Trump. on the sideline because yeah. when they do break it down, I remember Johns used to do the, um, like after the game, he'd bring up the screen and do that, that yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. They're kind of doing that on the run when they do yeah, it, which yeah. is really good. But yeah, besides, um, besides Slater, man, like just keep mm. them all down there. That's why sometimes... Golden Point, the show after yeah. on the Channel Nine, that's pretty good because Johnsy's down there with them, and they start to be themselves a bit again. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we need we need more of that anyway. We need to stop. Well, that's just like the the same way that the Matty Johns show is set up. Yeah, yeah. They're just blokes that have played footy and they're on a couch and they yeah. just have a fucking chat between each other. It's like no one else is there and they have a laugh oh, and they talk and properly Fletcher about and footy. Hindi, man. Yeah, and they 99% of the time have a have a current player on there too so they can throw back to them about current current day shit. We're not having these fucking old dinosaurs telling us about this front row they played with who's come over from England in fucking 1972. Back in my day where you could have a pie and fucking seen. pack of ciggies at half time. <laughs> Are they... I've been watching in a couple of weeks. Are they still doing the Benji Marshall segment? Yeah, they've got a whole show on Fox now called Benji. Oh, okay. He's got his own show already. He's been fucking retired. Well, I wouldn't be months. listening. To, out of all the current players to be listening to, I wouldn't be listening to him because he said fucking Luke Books was going to be Dally M halfback of the year, for <laughs> yeah. fuck's sake. Because when That's they, because he's with the Tigers again. He had to say it. He didn't when, have a choice. How much how When much they threw Benji? to Benji, like when they were throwing the Benji during the yeah, show, yeah. and I was like, oh, this isn't going to last. This yeah. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, now he's got his own show. <laughs> See, Benji like goes, like the thing with Benji saying he goes, yeah, oh man, they're just like it's just like have a bit of fucking emotion, like yeah. enthusiasm. Look like you're enjoying being there and talk with a bit of like excitement about it. A not bit of like pizzazz, you know. Put someone's behind the camera going, <laughs> "Yeah, no, you dare say that? <laughs> Don't smile." Yeah. It's like, in, it's like in the UFC when we get these ex-fighters now chatting like DC and, and Bisping and that. It's fucking Oi, but You know when you listen to the commentary, right? If people don't know UFC, they're going to listen to those fights and just think that that's a normal commentator that's been doing it for ages. Mm. Like, the only reason you can tell Bisping is because of his fucking accent. But Cormier, well, obviously, we I watch it a lot as well. So like, everyone, you everyone know, knows DC. Now. But if you didn't, you'd just go, oh, you just listen to it like it's normal commentary and then they go oh that guy must have been doing it for ages it's like well he's only just retired from the UFC last year and they're like oh what that's, that's what happens when you get people who have been there done it and know what the fuck they're talking about and not just mm. some old cunt who fucking <laughs> you know sucks some bloke's cock in the dressing room because he knew how to play footy or something yeah. like that fuck me yeah Dana do you that hangover starting to kick in. Hey? Where's the Gatorades, mate? You need the fucking Gatorades. Nah. That's why he's got these little twisty lollies here. Yeah, yeah. Gives some sugar in my gut. Some so. white powder in between those licorice things. <laughs> I need some sugar. <laughs> what were the other home. highlights of the weekend, Dana, for the game games-wise going just on the... There was a few. Like watching the Dragons play back in Wollongong and get a, get a win over the Knights. They fucking had a couple of times where they were jumping around. Like there was a try that they scored um, right on the death of full time. Where young um, 
Talatau Moan comes onto the field and playing at dummy half. It's almost last play. They're already up by one. And instead of just passing it to his half and rolling one in the corner and, and winning the game that way, comes out and scoots from dummy half and then offloads Sims. Sims offloads. And then Hunt Hunt goes out to Maguire and then they keep moving on to the left. And then Fiegei, with some magic feet, just fucking... Fager. Lulls <laughs> the defense to the fucking sleep. And then, yeah, so I can, there was plenty of highlights in that game. And that, that was yeah. clear, motherfucking... No, Don't be a smart what, what, did, what did you think about uh, yeah. Lomax? No more, no more greater laughed, highlight than that. Well, they're ex-teammates, and I think he thought he was going to be a little bit more friendly than he was, but Tyson obviously wasn't in that uh, good of a mood, which sort of led to a bit of um, Tyson... Yeah, his horse. Tyson showing his inner Mike Tyson and just fucking ready to rip and tear on a cunt. But got, um, on his um, defence, he didn't see who it was when he, when he reacted straight away. Like, he reacted with him, like, jumping over. Yeah, but but you know, the funny thing I, I was looking at it today, and um, there's so many people whinging about that and saying um, it's tasteless and whatever, not yeah. in the spirit of the game, yeah, something that, like that. Do, do they more- fucking remember um, Origin last year? They're, yeah. they're all fucking going, Frizzell, why did you do that to him? For fucking Frizzell did the same fucking oh, thing to Will Chambers. Yeah. He, he jumped on his fucking back when New South Wales yeah. scored. There so is, they seem to fucking forget about the same wait, shit. There's also nothing fucking more in the spirit of a game of rugby league than giving your fucking opponent a bit <laughs> after a chance. But especially one that's probably team, mate. Not in the middle, not not in the spirit of the game. I've never seen anything more rugby league yeah. than a mate who used to play together just coming out saying, ah, I got your brah. And then a little bit of a push and shove comes after yeah, that. And they're, especially that because the they're ex-teammates. You know, yeah. it, it, it's probably more, um, less rude to do it to that than if it was just a random. Oh, you know, yeah. just do it to a fucking ex-teammate. Well, you, like, you know how tight teams are. And these guys yeah. pretty much lived and worked together. And also, you know how excited you are when you win like that in yeah. like the last minutes? You fucking do anything. And like, who's to say that they didn't go fucking have a beer and shake hands after the fucking Oh, they would have, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And then you've got all these people sitting on the outside like... You fucking Phil Rothfields and old fucking crackheads like that who's just got a fucking platform and go, I don't think it was the right thing to do. It doesn't look good for rugby. And, and you know what? He was giving it to him more because the cunt dumbass couldn't get the fucking ball yeah. when it was just an easy fucking and put uh, it dead, you oh, fuck. I'm sitting there as the biggest rugby league fan yeah. of all time, loving it. And then you hear reports after the game like, oh, it was fucking disgusting and distasteful. I'm just like... And it almost brought me. a bit of biff back. That was and, fucking and, and another also, part. Also, we're talking about it. It's fucking entertaining. And then Zach Lomax has an interview after the game. They ask him about it. He goes, "Yeah, he got a bit scared there, big frizz." And then you're like, "This is fucking hilarious." He knew he was going to get fucking rumbled anyway. Yeah, he this was laughing too, giving it. They're That's all the blowing most, up at him. He's just standing there laughing, and the, the refs giving it to him. And, he's like, <laughs> like, and then fucking Clemmer, shut the fuck up. Too many cunts can give shit out and can't take it, eh? Clemens yeah. going, you better fucking stop being a smart ass. Like, fucking fuck off and shave your head again, you fucking. Oh, Clemens, who are these? Who are these people writing these articles saying it's not in the not in the taste, like it's not a. I think really it was Freddie. Freddie texted me text and goes, "That was not in the spirit of the game." <laughs> well, <laughs> bro, whoever said <laughs> it, I, I fucking love it, man. Who was the person who said it's not in the spirit of the game? Because they know nothing about rugby league. That was the best rugby league moment probably of the weekend. Like that just nails rugby league down to a T. I'm talking. We've had. Um, one point wins for the bottom side over a top four side. We had one of the better games of football we've seen. Well, this Storm one was written by Jasper Bruce. Well, Jasper, Jasper, if you're in Brisbane, my, Jasper, you've got Dano's, two first names. Dano's going to fuck yeah. you up. Yeah, Jasper, you got two first names, and both of them are really average. Fucking grow up, you <laughs> dickhead. Fuck you, Jasper Bruce. What the fuck with you? <laughs> I'm going to write a fucking article put on Wikipedia saying it's the best shit I've ever seen. 
I'm going to fucking make a time and time stamp that and say the best mo- moment in rugby league history. So when people Google it, it's going to come up with that and it's going to say author Dane Adams. And then it's going to say the most rugby league thing you'll ever see and he was completely in the spirit of the game. <laughs> this was awesome. And then I'll fucking tag Jasper Lewis. Well, you got to change Jasper your name to Dane Shane. The fuck his name is. you got to have two first names. Dane Dane Shane. Shane. <laughs> oh, I remember, I'll be Kane Dane Shane. <laughs> I remember in 2015 when we won like two games in the like last minutes. You know, like when we, we, we won or we, we shut them out. If someone, if a guy ran on the field and was like, suck my dick, I'd be like, all right, yeah, let's do it. I'm so fucking excited, man. Like I'd do anything. Like I definitely would do what Lomax does. Just Why'd you have someone. to use that as a reference? Oh, like, just so extreme. Anything ex- else, excitement is. Especially if he was an ex-teammate. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, Ponga anyway? Yeah. Go on the Broncos. Hmm. <laughs> so the... Um, the coach said that like he hasn't heard anything about this bullshit. And um, th- it came out that the pretty much the whole report was a lie. The um, the Knights haven't actually pulled their offer. There's just been a bit of a slight change in the um, in the conversations being had back and forth with Ponga's management and the club. Um, who really knows what the fuck's going to happen here? And honestly, fucking, I don't really care, man. Yeah, exactly. Until it happens, just needs to get to just a let it happen, and then when it happens, we'll talk about it. I don't get how the fucking everyone's so caught up in this. I know it has big repercussions for a lot of people, but like honestly, just fucking let the cunt make a decision when he's ready, and then once he does, we'll fucking go off the back of it. Like you can't just every week, everyone just sits here and just goes, "Oh, fucking pong at this point." Just fucking forget about it. One day he'll come out and he'll say, I've got an announcement. I'm fucking... I've got taking, an ounce. I'm taking my talents to Redcliffe. <laughs> I've got an ounce, man. <laughs> and then... Anyway, so that's we'll what it on, sounded like. We'll go and roll him. <laughs> no, but he'll one day he'll come out and he'll say, righto, I have an announcement to make. He'll come out with his manager and they'll say, we're staying in Newcastle for 1.2. And then everyone goes, oh, cool. What's the point of sitting here fucking everyone dwelling on it? We're getting shit reports like this and then we're having... A full halftime show. We're talking about nothing but fucking Kalen Ponga's contract. It's the same situation it was last week, and it probably will be next week. So just fucking forget and the about fucking it. The reporters are harassing a young, like he's still young as. And also, they're fucking asking the same question six times, bro, last week. And he was like, I've just told you that I'm not talking about it. And then the next question is, yeah. So what about your contract? He goes, he's like looking at them like, what the fuck? And then they just yeah. told him to get up and walk away. Like, what did you, yeah. And also, while we're talking about all the contract issues with Ponga, how would you have rated his season so far this year? Well, on the weekend, he played really well. But other than that, mm. he hasn't done But much, before so. that, yeah. Yeah, he's been a run-of-the-mill fullback in the NRL. I, I could probably think of 8 to 10, probably even 12 fullbacks that have been going better than him. So it's obviously having an effect on him. So when he's ready to make his decision, he'll come out and do it. And it'll probably change the way he's playing, hopefully for the better, for Newcastle's Look, sake. I would just say I would take him at the Broncos. Yeah, oh, Reese Walsh, Kalen Ponga. Yeah. Both dime pieces as well. Yeah. I'd be picking Ponga. I'd but, go Walsh, I reckon. Well, yeah, to be honest, I would probably go Walsh. I like the way that he um returns the ball a lot more. I like Ponga a bit more. He's got a bit more size. He's yeah, but see that's the... because he's had and what two extra seasons. Yeah, yeah what's Walsh a, like three also, years younger? But he's also a lot bigger of a body, like a bigger frame, Kalen. And How do you know Walsh isn't just going to walk in Jack next season like Tessie knew he did and they yeah, said he but, didn't get on the right? Yeah, but Tessie knew he was in the Sarbs order. It didn't do anything for him. Tessie knew he's also fucking still short. He might have a bit more bulk and on him. And he still, still can't catch. Fella. Yeah, he can't catch a shit. At least we've seen Kalen do it at origin level. And then he's been a top flight fullback for a couple of years now, whereas 
I think Walsh is still a, still a bit unproven. Obviously, he's a gun. Take either of them. I don't care. Yeah. Get but a new fullback. Get one but of them, is please. Is Ponger even talking about it, the Bronx? No. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> we don't not. know. We're at the bottom of the fucking table. <laughs> Broncos will go, oh, we, we, might get, no we might get a Sarko back or chuck another contract at Tessie. Yeah, I thought I, I heard that also Corey Goats has been running back there and like I doubt it. I highly <laughs> doubt it. Probably that. made a phone call to Dale Copley saying, "Bro, you want to come back and run around for a bit?" Well, we oh, still got our Jesse Arthur's on loan. Nah, well, all it is now is Cobo goes fullback, Pereira slips into the what side. About right? Jesse? Yeah, what about Pereira. Arthur's man when he was playing awesome a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Again, I was like, because I I did like Arthur's as well. Yeah, I liked him at the Gold Coast, and then we got him. I thought, oh, this is good. And yeah. He never really got a run with the. He, he didn't. Yeah, he he did like. He did his job when he was at the Broncos, but he never really showed that excitement. Like, he was never a flash player. Mm. And uh, we just got to hold on to fucking Farmworth, man. Oh, bro, that's, uh, that fucking didn't help mm. us too. He's our, like, biggest yeah. meter carrier at the moment, and then he couldn't play on the weekend, you know. And he's a leading try scorer. That that, that yeah. fellow that debuted played all right, but yeah, he wasn't Delaware's a spark. Hoiter. He yeah. wasn't a spark. Deloitte's Hoyt has been to a lot of clubs. He's also influencing my haircut at the moment. It's growing out. I went to your fucking hairdresser. I told you that, yeah? No. Oh, the I, shittest I, went to your hairdre- <laughs> I went to your hairdresser during the week. Which one? Um, the Brookside, up the top. Oh, the Arab fellas? Yeah. yeah. But I walked in there, I was only a girl. I like, haven't been there a long time. Oh, okay. I gave them the flick, the shit house. <laughs> <Yeah>. 100% <laughs> man. Oh, they're terrible. Because I w- walked in there. I went there twice, ever. <laughs> yeah. Three times ever. And you saw me there on the last one. Yeah. That's how long since I've been there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, well, I showed her a photo of Farmworth. I was like, oh, do really? this to me, yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah. And she's she like, I, can't, I can do the haircut, but I can't Keen, fix it. It was Keenan's idea. Like, Keenan kind of encouraged it as well because he's like, oh, you have the, the, the Farmworth. Right? He was getting like a shit version <laughs> of it. And I was like, bro, just do what Herbie does and yeah. get it fucking faded. Good. Yeah, which is good. And But what she did is she um, zeroed it, or like, like, just say fucking five, um, you know, fucking three centimeters around the side and just went down like that and she's like good and i was like are you gonna fucking put, like fade it or blend it you know at, at, and she's like oh i guess i can and then i watched her doing i was like don't fucking worry about it and so it's like real real it was like a zero a one a two and that's <laughs> yeah. it yeah it's you know when you like i i always will say like oh that looks good even if it sucks yeah. i won't tell them i'll yeah. just be like oh that looks like, sweet <laughs> get me the phone <laughs> yeah, yeah. looking at yourself in the mirror like oh man i'm fucking lying so bad <laughs> yeah. that's why you got to get yourself how are you fucking 37 years old and still haven't got yourself a fucking barber that you can go to every well, 33, week cunt, and <laughs> yeah if that's your biggest concern your fake age then we're, like your hair should be, bro. Like, that's fucking dog shit. <coughs> Dano, stop eating those fucking lollies, bro. I can smell them. What, um, any more knowledge drop? Like, any more big points? I wrote a few your, more things. Only what two, you got? Two more. I got, um, oh, I'll do I'll that one last because it's a bit of ref bashing. Let's save it for the We've end. already done that. You only got two minutes anyway. So um, sorry, bro. Uh, well, <laughs> At what point do we award dominant tackles? Is one of the things oh, I wrote. There's down. no Fuck point knows, anymore. There's because no point. Today in the, in the um, para game, the Tigers made a bit of a, a half a line break and then an offload to the hooker, Jake Simkin, who runs the ball and then gets absolutely dominated in a tackle by Reed Marnie. That tackle wasn't awarded at all. He was ordered to get off straight away, and then the Tigers continued with their attack. Whereas, why was Marnie... Like, if, if you hear a dominant tackle in their own end, we can lay on him a little bit longer and then hold him down. When this, just because the Tigers had the run of the mill, 
their hooker got dominated by the para hooker and he's laying fucking all over him and then the referee orders him up straight away. They go downfield and then they end up scoring off the end of that set. So why was that dominant tackle not awarded with extra lay time? You know, like he, that tackle should have won para back enough advantage to at least set their line. It, it really got me. It happened a few times over the weekend where just because the attacking team sort of got the run of the mill, their dominant tackles through the middle part of the field aren't being rewarded. Whereas if they're in either either end, the refs are just fucking, they'll say, right, dominant, and then you can stay there for a bit. But yeah, just... I noticed that Melbourne were allowed to lay a lot in yeah, the tackles yeah. and Sharks were being ordered to get off straight away, which was very weird. I wonder if there's a bit of cash going around in pockets of people there or... Mm. But Melbourne's been like that. They always somehow but it's seem also, to be allowed to do the wrestle. You also notice that you hear the dominant calls when the ref has time to do it. You know, when he's yeah. in position, he, I, he, like if he's fucking backpedaling or struggling. And gassed. He, yeah. yeah, you don't really hear that. But um, It will stop th- fucking getting 50-year-old refs. Yeah, that's <laughs> another thing I had to say. The referee I had questioned was the one today, Chris Butler. He was fucking horrible. And he looked unfit. And every time he stopped and talked to the players and everything, you could hear him just like verbally you could hear him gas just struggling he's like keep your team outside (laughs) and I was like cunt are you fucking serious this cunt is struggling to even fucking keep up with the game and we got him out there and it was evident from situations all over the game the amount of forward passes the Tigers threw attacking the line they scored a try off it early in the in the first half I think it was at the around the 20 minute mark the ball from dummy half is picked up and thrown 12 meters out from the try line and then luke brooks catches on the short side on the 10 meter line the meet the pass was a meter or two forward i went i went um i went to a fucking wedding and butler was the that butler was the best man and he, yeah and he said the best man speech he was the worst fucking best man speech i've ever because heard because the cunts he just all he did no was life. rip on the groom the whole like for like five minutes and, and then, then you know how you're waiting for that. Oh, but yeah, but he's then, a great guy. He was like, rip, rip, rip. Thanks, guys. <laughs> didn't you talk about him and you had like some some goss about him, but you didn't want to name the name? No, no, no that was a uh, that was the other one, <laughs> the one from America, the one that was fucking everyone. Oh, that was um, <laughs> <laughs> that was what's his name? Um, Sutton. Sutton. Yeah, Sutton killed it, man. But he he's yeah. a good guy, man, and I think he's what the one of the best refs is. He's one of the better refs, but in saying that, yeah. that's not saying much because we got some fucking ordinary yeah. ones like Chris but, Butler today. But yeah, I thought Butler was good a couple of weeks ago. All the boys were chasing this tail at the front desk, and Sutton just came in and was like, I'll do it. <laughs> and then he refed us the night after. <laughs> yeah, and he's missing. I was like, you're right looking out. a bit drained and lighter, bro, you know? Because <laughs> he busted well, them nuts. I wasn't listening, bro. <laughs> my fucking out. my time ticked over like ten minutes ago. Keen's clocked out. Oh, so now you're paying me overtime. <laughs> yeah, take two brick lanes home, not one. I'll take two bricks out of the wall there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dana, in your fucking car. <laughs> Anything? Right. Any other facts, or we just wrap it up? No, nah, we'll wrap it up. We don't want to go too long. That was that. a good pod. Yeah. yeah, how good is it when I'm back? Eh, hey? fucking yeah. string everything together. Well, I might have to. I might have to. Not, I bet you've been the car. least funniest, like fucking however many weeks I've been gone. <laughs> Because only Freddy, we only did one while you got Bro, one. you know I haven't done this for like eight weeks, right? Yeah, but we've only done one since then. <laughs> Fuck me, I wonder why that is. Eight weeks. I'm telling you, no, I'm one, I, I'm one more late. fucking half an hour before a pod cancellation away from quitting. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cunt, you know the night before when you're going to fucking sleep at 5.30 in the morning, your eyes are fucking beaming <laughs> that you're not coming on the night. So just fucking let us know. When that your jaw's falling out of your say, head. All you have to do is say, boon and big night, boys, and we'll know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> when you're starting to look like you got a mouth on the top of your head now. <laughs> when Randall starts coming out to play. Anyway, we'll talk to you in a week. Um, don't be a mercenary. And, um, thank you, thanks for tuning in again. And... Um, Fucking free. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>